Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B. Uh, this is chapter 186, uh, getting you ready for the biggest party of the summer happening over this weekend. SummerSlam, of course, down in Nashville. Uh, of course, uh, there's some other stuff going on around that as well. The Ric Flair's is having his final match, supposedly. I feel like we've done this a bunch of times where he's had his quote-unquote final match, so we'll see if it actually sticks this time. Um, and... Um, also, SmackDown tonight, uh, as I'm recording this on Friday, uh, SmackDown tonight. Hopefully this is up before that even happens, but uh, we'll see. Got a little sidetracked and couldn't uh, record earlier on. Uh, also, not do, uh, this is going to be a little bit different of an episode, not doing like the whole gambit. Well, I am. I'm going to touch on every little subject, but I'm not going to go full born on, on, on them all. Uh, but before we get to into the meat and potatoes, as it were, of the art, you know, if you're vegan, something not meat. Um... And, um, I don't know, whatever, uh, side tangent already. Um, yeah, but before we get to all that, uh, if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, and if you, uh, weren't offended by that last comment, and do want to subscribe, um, you can, uh, do so by all the major podcasting platforms, mostly. Uh, of course, uh, Apple Podcasts, the OG, it used to be iTunes, it's Apple Podcasts, but... There's still iTunes, sort of. I don't, I don't know how it works anymore. But Apple Podcast. There's also Stitcher, uh, Spotify, and Amazon. Um, so yeah, all those you can just search "One Man Renegade Podcast." I'll bring it up. You can subscribe, like, share, follow, however they work in whatever platform you prefer. Uh, but also, if you want to check out the the blog, it's razorvader.blogspot.com. I can check out all the episodes and all my blog posts from back in the day uh, are up over there. Um, also, if you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it's at One Man Renegade. And also, there's a Facebook page, One Man Renegade Productions. Uh, of course, it's called One Man Renegade Productions because I also have a YouTube channel. So go head on over to YouTube, One Man Renegade Productions. Subscribe to that channel. Watch all the videos. Share all the videos. Like all the videos. All that good stuff. Um, just cost crossed over 300 subscribers over there. So hopefully... Uh, Hopefully, hoping for more subscribers over there. So just keep sending people my way and watching the videos and all and subscribing and stuff. Um, yeah. So um, I also have eBay at, at Razor Vader is my um, is my uh, handle or whatever my username or whatever seller profile. However you want to, whatever it's called. I don't know. There's so many different platforms that use so many different names for totally different things. I don't know anymore, but uh, I don't have anything for sale right now because I'm at my alternate site, uh, my summer residence, as it were. So I don't have up for sale right now, uh, but just go over there, save me as a seller, and eventually when I do have some stuff up, maybe you can check it out and buy some stuff later on. All right, so again, we're not going to do the full gambit, but let's go quickly through some of these uh, usual topics. Uh, start off with matinee moments. Uh, I haven't watched a ton of movies, haven't seen any of the big new ones, haven't been in the movie theater in forever, so I haven't, still haven't seen Top Gun or the new Jurassic World or haven't seen Thor or any of the newer movies that have come out recently. Um, I did watch a couple of new movies, or newer movies, I should say. Uh, I guess the one of note, the biggest one of note uh, is The Lost City with Sandra Bullock, Jason... I just said, I was just about to say Jason Ch- Tatum. No, Channing Tatum. Uh, we'll talk about... Well, we won't really talk about Jason Tatum. There's not much to say about Jason Tatum. We'll talk a little bit about the Celtics a little bit later on, though. Um, yeah, um, and uh, Brad Pitt, the other guy. 
that other guy, the other Brad Pitt guy who's got a new movie coming out uh, soon uh, with the bullet train, which actually looks kind of interesting. I don't know. It was it was an all right movie. I don't know. I don't really have a ton to say about it. Um, I will go into more detail, I guess, later on when I do my movie ranks countdown for this year, next year. But we got a ways to go for that. And I still have a lot of movies to watch. So I haven't really been watching a lot of movies lately, but I will gear it up and crank it up uh, before that happens. So we got plenty of time. Uh, so moving on to small sweeps, sweeps real quick. Um, I guess Miss Marvel round wrapped up there uh, that season. Um, I know I talked about it before on the channel, so I don't want to go into too much detail. But it finished it up. Uh, wrapped it up in a way that it connects with Miss Marvel. I mean, spoiler alert, it's not really spoiler alert. I mean, it's called Miss, I mean, sorry, Captain Marvel. See, I already did it. It's called Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel gets rounded, rounded into it. But the bigger news than that, because that's pretty obvious, was a little bit of teaser, a little bit of teaser to something that we haven't really seen yet. In the DCU, obviously Doctor Strange teased it a little bit, but a little bit that uh, Miss Marvel may not be what she seems and may be of a mutant variety. Um, so we'll see how where that goes. I mean, a little bit of a spoiler there, but it's kind of a throwaway line that doesn't really have anything totally to do with the plot, at least yet. Other than that, we got Better Call Saul's back to wrap up its final season. Um, I'll go into some more detail when it's officially done and over, uh, but we'll talk about that next time out uh, when it is over, and I can kind of give a full review. But so far, the first uh, few episodes have been good. Uh, they finally did the thing we hadn't seen this season, so um, I don't want to spoil it if you're still catching up, but uh, we had a flash forward, or a flash... See, I don't know how to... What do you call it? I don't know if it's called a flash forward at this point. Does wouldn't be more, like it's it's confusing because we don't know exactly when this is taking place. Uh, but it's the you know in all the other seasons prior to the first episode, they'd given a little little glimpse into what better what Saul was doing um, after he left Albuquerque. Um, he was in Nebraska working at Cinnabon. Uh, with the name um, Gene. It's really all we knew. There's a little bit mixed in there. But we got a full episode of that this time out. Because this beginning of this season we hadn't seen any of that. Uh, they did a little uh, little tease of kind of prior to that um, in the first episode. Uh, but we hadn't gotten any of the black and white Nebraska Gene uh, scenario. But we got a full on episode uh, because, well, not to spoil anything, but they kind of wrapped up the story for Albuquerque prior to him becoming Better Call Saul. Prior to him being Saul in terms of the Breaking Bad uh, Saul. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in these final episodes, but we'll talk more detail about them when we, uh, when they, after they air. Um, games for Greg, I did not play Mega Man 11. I will... I'll try to play it for next next time out. So there, there's that. Um, concert concerto. Still no more other than the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Still no uh, more concerts to be attending. But interesting note. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers have a new album coming out. And you might think to yourself, wait a minute, didn't they just have an album come out? Yeah, they have another new album coming out. Uh, I think it's supposed to come out in October. Um, they had a new song, but I haven't heard it yet. I, I don't know if it's actually been released yet. I, 
there was like a teaser for it, I think, or something. I don't, I don't really know. I'll have to go back and see if they've actually released the song yet. But I just saw that they had a new album coming out. I'm like, wait, what? New album? They just put out a new album. But that'll be coming out in October, I think. Which is actually, actually after I'm going to see them in concert. So that's going to be a bit weird. Hopefully they don't play a ton of new stuff off the new albums. Especially the new new album that we haven't even heard yet. Um, I mean, the, the, the previous new album that came out in, what was it, April? It wasn't bad. So if they play a few songs off of that, I'm not going to complain. But if they did play a bunch of new songs off the new album that's not even out yet, I would be like, ah, oh, come on. Um... But anyways, we'll see what happens at that going forward. Um, and yeah, new, another new Aussie song. Obviously, he's got a new album coming out. I think it's in September. Uh, we had the one song come out with Jeff Beck, which wasn't bad. Um, and we got um, another, The Patient Number 9, that was that one. And another new song just came out uh, with Tony Iommi. Uh, I think it was, it was either earlier this week or the end of last week. I can't even remember. Um which I'm blanking on the name of right now. Um, where is it? Looking for it. Uh, Tony. I'll just search Tony Naomi. Um, Degradation Rules is the name of that one. So that's another new Aussie song coming out. Um, I feel like all the, all the new, they all have guests on all the, I was looking it up a little bit earlier, um, the, like, I think the whole album is, features guests, um, I mean, there was a bunch of guests on his previous album, too, so that doesn't su completely surprise me, but, um, in terms of who's gonna be on the album, I don't know. I thought I saw a list somewhere, but I guess uh, maybe I made that up in my mind. <laughs> no, I swear I saw a list, uh, but I don't know where it was. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Not important. We'll figure it out later on when the album actually comes out. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I know Beyonce dropped the first half of a new album or something like that. I just saw that in the news, uh, but I don't really care about Beyonce, so... Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing really to add to that. All right, moving on to sports splash zone. Um, the Red Sox are pretty bad. They've kind of fell off the planet. Um, they're in last place in the AL East, which still puts them like fifth in the wild card race or something like that. But whatever. Uh, I don't know. I, I you, we got the trade deadline coming up next week, so it'll be interesting to see if they start selling. Or if they still feel like they can make a run for it. Uh, Chris Sale came back and immediately got injured again. Devers is injured. Uh, some other guys have been injured. So I don't know if they're kind of just hoping everyone come, can come back healthy and maybe make a run for it and maybe grab some other pieces. Or if they're going to start trading some guys off and maybe build towards next year or the future or whatever. I mean, it's kind of up in the air with Bogarts. What's going to happen with him? Devers is still question mark too, although he has more time to make a decision on but at the same time you're gonna have to make that decision sooner rather than later if you want to get anything uh, for them if you're not gonna resign them so some decisions to be made and uh, I don't know that any of those are gonna get done in the next few days but it's gonna be telling to see what happens 
Um, as it's another sports news, uh, training camps are starting up for football, so we're not too far away from the start of the NFL season. Um, a little bit over a month. I think the first uh, preseason game is next week, Hall of Fame game. I think it's Jacksonville. I want to say it's Jacksonville and Pittsburgh. Does that make sense? Maybe. I'm going to look up real quick. No, Jacksonville and Vegas. Vegas, Las Vegas. Okay. But I knew it was close. Something like that. Uh, that'll be next on Thursday. Okay. Thursday, August 4th. So if you like preseason football, get ready. Um, but real football, not too far off. So let's see. Uh, what else going on? Oh, well, yeah. Some, in some NBA news, uh, Kevin Durant still with the Nets, but the reports surfaced that the Celtics made an offer um, of Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a draft pick or draft picks. Uh, it was a little con- 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 it was a little unclear what the picks necessarily were, but I saw Jalen Brown, Derek White, and pick pick or picks. I don't know. Uh, regardless, the Nets um, rejected it, said they would want Marcus Smart in the deal along with Jalen Brown and probably picks as well. Uh, Celtics weren't going to include Marcus Smart, so that the talks kind of died. Uh, of course, it's all reports, sources and reports and stuff, so who knows what's actually true and what's not. And who knows if they can um, you know, rekindle the talks and get something done one way or the other it's unclear uh, of course that there's a lot of blowback because you know obviously Jalen Brown you know a lot of people are big fans of his you know he's a younger player uh, but obviously he's you know there's the there's a feeling that maybe he doesn't want to be in Jalen Jason, yeah, Jason Tatum's shadow as much kind of a Kyrie LeBron situation a little bit there uh, but so I don't know uh, we'll see what happens because ultimately if you don't trade Jalen Brown, he's still upset about you trying to trade Jalen Brown and not Jason Tatum, for instance. Will he then not want to resign? And if he doesn't resign, then you should have just traded him to begin with. It's kind of one of those weird situations. But it's like, will Durant fit here? Well, does he really want to be here? Like, how would that how would that play out? Because uh, he's still got a number of years left on his deal, so it's not like he's a rental. It wouldn't like be like you're renting him for one year or nothing. He'd be around for a bit, um, so you know it's it's kind of um, you know. But again, then you know, could the Nets make some other news and uh, moves? You know, trading Kyrie, for instance, and uh, get some other pieces, and then maybe Durant changes his tune and wants to stay there. It's unclear at this point what's going to happen, but it should be interesting to see what happens over the next couple months before the season uh, gets started. Um, but yeah, so. That's really all I got for Sports Splash Zone. The All-Star Game happened. Home Run Derby. Those were fine. Uh, AL won. And um, Juan Soto won. So nothing really too too big there. But um, yeah. Alright. So fights for money. Um, there is UFC. What is it? 277? Is that what? UFC 277 coming up on Saturday. Uh, going head-to-head with SummerSlam. Well, sort of head-to-head. It's kind of head-to-head, not really head-to-head. 
I mean, it, it doesn't start till 10. SummerSlam's probably going to be over. Well, probably, eh, probably closer to 11. So I guess it's a little bit of a crossover. But they're also not both in the same city this time around. Uh, UFC is in uh, Dallas, the American Airlines Arena. A couple of championship fights uh, headlining. The interim w- UFC flyweight championship with Brandon Moreno against, against Kai Kara France um, is one of the title matches. And then Juliana Pena defending the women bantamweight title against Amanda Nunez is the other uh, big fight. I guess that's the main event. Um, so I'm going to go with Brandon Moreno and Amanda Nunez just because. Why not? Um, don't really... I probably won't be watching it because I'll be watching SummerSlam and, and all that. But maybe I'll check out the main event or something. Who knows? But uh, yeah, that's all I got for that. Um, I know Jake Paul is fighting somebody. Of course, we'll talk about his brother in just a few minutes. But uh, Jake Paul is having a match against somebody next week at Madison Square Garden. Logan, his brother, talked about that. Uh, this past Monday at uh, Raw, which was at Madison Square Garden, uh, um, he is fighting Hasim Rockman Jr. Now, originally, I feel like he was supposed to fight someone else, wasn't he? He was supposed to fight Tyson Fury's brother, right? And then he had to. Um, what happened? I don't know. They just said. I don't know, something happened and Fury backed out of the match. And then they announced that Hasim Rockman Jr. is uh, fighting Jake Paul instead. So, Hasim Rockman Jr. is 12 and 1. Of course, uh, Jake Paul is 5 and 0, but, you know, some questionable people that he's fought. I mean, Tyrone, Tyrone Woodley's fought a couple times and whatever. But, uh, I don't know, I'll sure. I'll go with Jake Paul. I don't know. Don't really have too much inf- don't really really have too much interest in this, to be quite honest with you. Um, but um, yeah, there we go. All right, that's gonna do it for fights for money. Like I said, I was getting through those real quick, so we can get to the meat and potatoes. No, what I just do? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I know I did it again. Get to the the uh, bigger bigger things to talk about. Um, in in the. Uh, the world of wrestling, which has been turned upside down on its head in the last uh, couple weeks, for sure. It all kind of started off uh, about a month, and a little over a month ago, I say, when all these reports started to come out about Vince McMahon and some hush money and some shenanigans with some with a woman that he paid off, and then some other stuff came up. You know, so initially that was kind of eh, meh, kind of people kind of eh. You know, and, and Vince kind of treated it as nothing, nothing burger, as, as some people would say. Uh, but, um, you know, as the weeks went on, more information came out, more stuff came about, and it came clear that maybe it's time to change some stuff. Now, initially, it stepped down as CEO, Stephanie Mann, who had was going to take a leave of absence, decided, nope, she's coming back and going to be the ten- interim CEO or whatever 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 label it was uh but now it's been announced um 
that Vince is completely retiring or resigning, depending on which report or what you look at. Um, now, he said re retiring, but there was some report that said if you actually look at the statement, he says it's actually resigning. Uh, he's still under investigation. There's still stuff going on. Um, some money was found that maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't want to get into all the legal mumbo jumbo. We're here to talk about the wrestling aspect of it. So what does this all mean? Well, Vince is retiring, stepping down. Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan are taking over as co-CEOs or whatever. Um, but then Triple H, interestingly enough, Triple H, who had been announced as taking back his job of head of talent relations, which had he had given up and had gone to John Laurinaitis, and but then Laurinaitis was was you know involved in all the Vince McMahon stuff and was you know basically. He wasn't fired, but he was suspended or something, or whatever. And now I feel like he's definitely just gone. Uh, but And then Bruce Pritchard had briefly taken over both that and Creative. Or at least that, that was the speculation. But then they announced that Triple H was taking over Talent Relations. And then a few days later, after, the, uh, uh, after Vince announced his retirement, because Triple H news came in like the morning... And then the Vince stuff was in like the afternoon, and then a couple days later, I think it was on the Monday, maybe, um, they announced that Triple H is going to be head of creative. Now, raises some questions. There was some questions people had about, you know, when it was said that Bruce Pritchard was taking over as both head of talent and creative. People were kind of like, eh, that's not a good idea. I shouldn't have both. But now Triple H, I guess, has both. I don't know if that will change. Um, or what the story is. It, it seems like uh, maybe uh, I don't know. But regardless, that seems that as as far as I know, and unless it changed, Triple H is pretty much in charge of all that stuff right now. Where as on more on the business side of stuff, Stephanie and Nick Khan are in control. So what does this all mean? Well, we don't really know yet. Uh, obviously, there's going to be some changes. Uh, now, obviously, there's lots of people that may have left because Triple H was not really involved anymore because of, you know, even prior to his health issues, he'd kind of been demoted a bit, seeming, seemingly demoted, especially from the NXT side of things. And Vince kind of took back over everything. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what changes Triple H makes um, and who, what kind of talent... You know, maybe, maybe guys that are no longer here that left, that didn't go to AEW could potentially come back. Um, or maybe some of the guys that are just, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes down the line. Uh, a lot of people are kind of wondering if NXT is going to flip back to what it was or if WWE is going to be more like NXT was or I don't know. Who knows? It, it's, it's probably going to be a long-term type of change. I don't think it's, you know, things aren't going to flip overnight. Uh, especially with everything kind of leading up towards SummerSlam, it's kind of like, well, how do you change? What, what what can you really change getting into SummerSlam that wasn't already in place? Um, but yeah, that's the biggest news coming out of uh, out of uh, you know the wrestling world, as it were. Uh, other wrestling world stuff related stuff. Obviously, uh, Ring of Honor had their pay per view last week. I was I know I was gonna do a little preview of that. I didn't get around to it. Um, as far as the pay per view goes. The wrestling was good. I don't think anyone's ever questioned the wrestling side of Ring of Honor. Um, I know it's part of AEW or whatever now, and 
and that's fine. Uh, but Ring of Honor, in and of what it is and was, and you know, I guess they're they're trying to keep it as it was to the most part. For the most part, wrestling was never the wrestling side of it, the in ring stuff was never really the issue so much. But I had a little bit of an issue trying to follow why I cared about any of this stuff. And I say that because Ring of Honor doesn't have television right now. So what's of Ring of Honor on television is just part of AEW. And I don't know if they did more stuff on like Dark and Elevation or whatever. I'm just going based off of what was on Rampage and um, and um, Dynamite. And for most part, what was on Rampage and Dynamite was basically just Jay Lethal and Samoa Joe, even though Samoa Joe hadn't been on in like a month or in a half or whatever it had been since the last time he had been on. It's been been a bit. Uh, obviously, he's the television champion. Um, Jonathan Gresham had kind of been on, but he had a match. Um, and I'm blanking. Who do you fight? I forget. I forget who you fought on Rampage. You defend the title, and then Claudio just came out and said, Hey, I'm here. Okay, you get a title match. Okay, fine. <laughs> what? Like, there was no storyline. It was just like, yeah, Claudio's here. And supposedly, that was the original plan all along, to have Claudio show up in Ring of Water, the whole... Uh, uh, AEW side of, of Claudio showing up was just because Dana Bryan got injured and wasn't necessarily planned that way. So Claudio comes in. The, that's, that match starts off the show. Um, it's like 10 minutes long and Claudio beats Gresham. And, uh, and then Gresham wasn't too happy with that. So he uh, wasn't happy with Tony Khan. Doesn't want to be a part of this. Wants out of his contract and all of that. Um and that's fine. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen, per se. But then, other than that, you know, they had FDR Briscoe's rematch. And the only reason I think people would have cared about that was just because like, it was a rematch. Like, there was no real storyline. Briscoes weren't on AEW at all. And in fact, they've been told they weren't allowed on AEW. Although that they have now signed with the Ring of Honor. They had been briefly in Impact, although don't really know what their deal was with Impact, but it seems like they've now signed with exclusively with Ring of Honor, question mark? I don't know. But anyway, in any event, what does that mean? <laughs> Who knows? Because Ring of Honor, as of right now, doesn't have a television deal. And if, and if Time Warner was basically like, hey, we don't want Briscoe, or Discovery, Time Warner, HBO, whatever the hell it's called now, don't want the Briscoes on the television, I don't know how it's going to work, especially if you end up getting a Ring of Honor deal, t TV deal with them. I don't know. But regardless, um, there was a bunch of other matches. It was all kind of thrown together, seemingly. And again, it was fine. The matches were fine, but it was just like, don't, 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 know, don't know why these guys are fighting each other, other than the fact that they're fighting each other. Um, and yeah, that, yeah, so there you go. It did pretty well, though, you know, in comparison to other Ring of Honor pay-per-views and stuff. But I think that was more just kind of curiosity other than anything else. And the part, of, you know, the fact that it's part of AEW. Um, so there's curiosity there to see what was happening. As opposed to like, hey, I really want to see this match because I'm involved in the storyline. It was like, all right, these guys are going to fight. That seems like it might be cool. Sure. And what's this Ring of Honor all about? I don't know. Check it out. Um, so, I mean, again, overall, good, fine, but eh, you know, you know, it's like, eh, I don't know, why would I care, other, you know, you know, whatever, I don't, I, 
the point is, good matches, but guys fighting guys just for the sake of fighting guys. Uh, more so than storylines. Uh, which, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a lot of... I guess there's kind of a lot of that in Ring of Honor anyways, I suppose. But it seems like there was more storylines back when they had television. But um, And I, I, when I want to say that Ring of Honor, like, four or five years ago... M- more recent Ring of Honor has been kind of more like what it was. Just, here's a match for no reason. Uh, like, the television show was just like, here's a match. It wasn't like a show. It was just like, match, match, match. It's like, there was no real reason or rhyme. They didn't even seem like they're filmed in order. There was like, here's a match, here's a match, here's a match. And I don't know what, I don't know that they really knew what they were doing. I mean, once AEW kind of started, um, and all the guys kind of left, either AEW or WWE, and they were kind of floundering a bit um yeah it didn't seem like it was uh, structured very well ring of honor uh it, you know so we'll see what happens going forward but um yeah it was fine um on the wwe side of things we'll get into it for SummerSlam. nxt we'll talk about a little bit they do have a um kind of not a pay-per-view but a special coming up uh in the next couple weeks what is it it's august 16th it's like heat wave yeah so it's like uh, reusing the old um ecw uh heat wave name um sure uh i think so far we got i think uh what is it it's gonna be jd mcdonough aka jordan devlin or fka jordan devlin i should suppose against braun breaker um they, did they announce anything else? I'm trying to remember. I feel like Mandy Rose is fighting uh, Zoe Stark, who had returned and won a battle royal for number one contender. I think they announced that to be on um, Heat Wave, but they also announced other matches that are coming up next week and the week after, so I, I forget what was. Because I know next week there's like a fatal four way for the vacant uh, NXT women's tag team championships which medusa randomly found in the trash can or well not randomly but cora jade who turned on yeah i guess i gotta go back to see so rocks 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 and perez uh, roxy i just don't want to call her roxy roxanne perez um had um and Cora Jade had beaten Toxic Attraction for the Tag Team Championships. Then Roxanne Perez, who had won the breakout tournament, decided she wanted to challenge Mandy Rose uh, for the for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Cora Jade then cost her the match and turned on her and dumped the tag belts in the trash, saying, we just won these and you already want to move on to do something else. You are you're selfish and I hate you, basically. Um... So yeah, that led to then Medusa finding the belt in the trash and telling Roxanne Perez, "Hey, yay, we're gonna have a have a fatal four-way match for these whatever." But the issue I think with that was then she wasn't in the match because she didn't have a tag partner. So I forget who was even in that match. But yeah, so so far it's just the two ta- tag matches, uh, two sorry, two title matches uh, that announced for Heat Wave. Uh, but then the rumor is that they're gonna have their next. Um, the NXT Next uh, premium live event 
is going to be on September. I want to get the date right. September fourth. No, the third, which is a Saturday, the day before Clash in the Castle, but it's also the same day as AEW All Out. So they haven't announced that yet, so that's just speculation or rumored at this point. But that'd be kind of interesting to see if they actually go forward and do that. Um, I don't know, but um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but yeah, that's sort of NXT news for now. Uh, some NXT UK news, um, although I don't, I haven't watched today's episode, so I don't know if they've said this yet. A little bit of a spoiler, but uh, Ilya Dragunov got hurt and had to relinquish the title at a taping. Now that news kind of was all over the place, so it's kind of hard to avoid. They did crown a new champion, but I have I've tried to as much as possible avoid who, who that is, so I don't know for sure, but... In terms of what's airing on television these days, Ilya Dragunov's still a champ and is supposed to fight Wolfgang. So I don't know exactly how much more they have recorded before they get to that get to that point. But um, be interesting to see uh, how that all works out. Um, yeah, I mean, um, and then um, Mark Coffey won the um, the. Heritage Cup. That happened. Uh, yeah, so there we go. Uh, Alright, so that brings us to SmackDown tonight, and then SummerSlam tomorrow. So SmackDown tonight has a couple matches that seemingly were on pace to be at SummerSlam, but then, for whatever reason, they decided, no, we're going to have them on SmackDown instead, so we'll talk about them. Uh, first, the Viking Raiders, uh, or the new Vicious Viking Raiders. They returned about a month or so ago as the new Vicious Viking Raiders. And they have been feuding with the New Day. Uh, new Day have been making fun of them up to to some degree. And, you know, they've been a bit feuding a bit. Although Shanky and Ginger Mahal were also kind of involved in this too. Uh, but ultimately, New Day Viking Raiders, which I thought they may do at SummerSlam, is just going to be on SmackDown tonight. Um... I'm going to go with the Viking Raiders, just because I feel like if they bring them back in with these new vicious Viking Raiders and just have them lose to the New Day, don't quite sure, don't quite think that makes a ton of sense. Um, so I think it makes more sense to um, have the Viking Raiders win, because the New Day are the New Day, and I don't, them losing the Viking Raiders, I don't think it's going to hurt the New Day. Uh, but the other big, the other match, which is kind of the... You know, it's kind of one I thought would have totally been on SummerSlam, is um, Sheamus taking on uh, Drew McIntyre in a Irish, what they call it? I don't even know what it's called. A shillelagh match or Irish brawl match or fight night match or some sort of gimmick match that I don't remember what the name was specifically. Uh, but basically, no disqualification with shillelaghs. Shillelaghs I know were allowed, but swords weren't, so... I don't know if that means other weapons are allowed as well, or just shillelaghs. Um, so I guess Drew McIntyre gets disqualified if he used the sword, but not a shillelagh. I don't, I don't know. Uh, some sort of no-holds-barred situation match or whatever. Um, but um, yeah, and the winner, yeah, the winner is going to fight the Universal Champion at Clash at the Castle. Uh, now, they were supposed to have this match a few different times, and shenanigans took place, and 
there was never a winner determined, so, uh, which kind of was what happened prior to Money in the Bank when they were had a match and there was a winner and then they end up both being in Money in the Bank and whatever, but, so it's kind of a continuation of that storyline into this, but again, why isn't it SummerSlam? I don't know. Regardless, I do think Drew McIntyre is going to win. That's been kind of the rumor and the thought process of since when they first announced this uh, pay-per-view in Wales that Drew McIntyre would be challenging whoever is the champion or possibly be the champion. But I think it makes more sense to have been challenging the champion. Uh, but he, yeah, because otherwise he would have had to already beaten Roman Reigns and, and whatever. But so there we go. Those are two big... And then... I don't know. So they've been doing this whole thing with... Um, um, Lacey Evans. Because they did her whole background story. And seemingly we're going to bring her back as a face. But then... Did this weird like introduction thing. And everyone kind of was like, what is this? And then they flip-flopped her on shows. Now she's back in SmackDown. And she's supposed to have been having a match with Aaliyah. Which keeps getting delayed because of her refusing to fight or her cheap shotting her or whatever so i guess they're supposed to fight tonight but i don't whether that match actually happens or not i don't know so i'm not gonna make a prediction for that one uh but all right let's move on to SummerSlam. so interestingly enough there was a match originally scheduled well, i guess we'll start off with this because it's technically not a match uh there's really supposed to be a match scheduled with seth rollins and um Matt Riddle. Uh, and then this past Monday, Riddle and the Street Profits fought the Usos and Roman Reigns. And following the match, uh, Seth Rollins came out and attacked Riddle and quote-unquote injured him. So, not a real injury. He's fine. They just wanted to delay the... Um, they wanted to delay the match until Class of the Castle, supposedly. But, of course, this then sent uh, Seth Rollins to Twitter saying, Hey, I apologize to all the fans that were coming out to SummerSlam to see me. Uh, sorry that I'm not going to be there. You should, you know, say stuff and maybe things will happen. Blah, 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 whatever. Um, and then Triple H responded with, I hear you. I forget exactly how he worded it. but Or, no, Triple H definitely said, I hear you. But I forget how Seth Rollins worded his tweet. But basically, you know, make your voices heard. To that you want me on the show or something like that. Something along those lines. So now the speculation is that Seth's going to be at SummerSlam and kind of do the same sort of thing he did at WrestleMania. Uh, open challenge sort of situation. A mystery opponent type of thing. Now, technically they haven't announced this, so it's not quite like WrestleMania, where WrestleMania, you know, he was trying to get on the card, get on the card, and then just ask Vince for a shot, spot on the card, and he's like, fine, go, go out there and we'll have your opponent ready for you. And then Cody Rhodes came on, you know, obviously, you know, that was the pretty much foregone conclusion that was going to be Cody Rhodes, although there was still a little bit of question mark on that, but pretty much everyone kind of just thought process there was Cody Rhodes. Here's his debut. So it's tough to predict anything here, whether or not he's going to have a match or not, because it technically hasn't been, it hasn't been announced. So they could announce that on SmackDown tonight. Who knows? Um, and if he does have a match against two, now... There's been rumors, given the Triple H situation, that maybe Johnny Gargano, a guy that has, you know, he's gone, but he didn't hasn't signed anywhere yet. Although, interestingly enough, he does his head popped up on Impact last night, randomly. 
giving some shout outs to Alex Shelley because uh, he's going to have a match. Uh, he's challenging for the Impact Championship for the first time ever, even though he's been in Impact or slash TNA forever. So interesting scenario there. But um, more or less, um, you know, people are speculating. I mean, he's not signed with an Impact. He's not supposed to do anything. It was just a favor he did for Alex Shelley. Uh, just timing-wise, it was a little interesting. But there's a lot of speculation that maybe he's going to show up and fight Seth Rollins. So I don't know how to predict that. But first of all, I guess, will he have a match? I'll say yes. Who's his opponent going to be? I, 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 I don't know. Could be The Fiend. Could be, I don't know. I'm going to go with Johnny Gargano. And who wins? I mean, if Johnny Gargano is coming back, it's got to be him, right? But then, how do you know? A lot of, there's a lot of speculation. It's like, well, how does that then affect his match with Riddle? I don't know. So I don't know. It's a bit, a lot of speculation. But um, that's my prediction, I guess. All right, let's move on to the actual card. Uh, so we got uh, the aforementioned. Logan Paul taking on The Miz, who will be accompanied by Champa, because The Miz and Champa are now partners or whatever. Uh, Champa continually attacking people, including AJ Styles, more often than not. Uh, AJ Styles not involved in anything, so could he be in Logan Paul's corner potentially or get involved in the match at all? Potentially, could Jake Paul get involved? I would normally say yes, but at the same time, he's got a match coming up on Saturday. Be a nice way to promote the match, but he may not want to risk getting injured in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so maybe not get involved necessarily. Uh, regardless of all that, it's Logan Paul, the new signee, the new celebrity guy, taking on The Miz. So, yes, Logan Paul is going to win that one. Um... Next up, we got Theory, who is the Money in the Bank winner. Yes, uh, he did win Money in the Bank. The youngest Money in the Bank winner of all time, as they keep uh, alluding to. Um, now, there's a lot of speculation because it's like, well, he's the, he was the youngest U.S. champion of all time. He's the youngest Money in the Bank winner of all time. Now, if he cashes in, we'll talk about that after we talk about the main event. A lot of people are like, oh, he'll become the youngest WWE champion of all time. Technically, yes. But there's the Randy Orton of it all, because Randy Orton all Randy Orton was younger than him when he won the World Heavyweight Championship uh, 18 years ago at SummerSlam 2004 when he beat that guy. We're not we don't talk about. Um, so technically he was younger, but also those are technically different championships than the one that are currently. So he obviously beat the youngest Universal Heavyweight Champion, but also be the youngest WWE champion as Brock Lesnar was the youngest WWE champion but he was a little bit older than uh, Austin Theory is now so there you go uh, when he won 20 years ago at SummerSlam 2002 against The Rock um, but will that happen well we're not there yet first of all he's got a he's got a he's challenging Bobby Lashley for the US champion in a rematch from when Lashley beat him last month to win the championship now that could be foreshadowing once again because you know Bobby Lashley beat Theory at Money in the Bank early on in the card, and then what happened in the Money in the Bank? Theory got added to the match and won the championship. Now, it's a little bit different now, although, well, it's a weird situation because it, it's a little bit different, but not at the same time. 
Because he got added to the match, and everyone just kind of was like, oh, Vince McMahon was behind this, but Vince McMahon's gone. But he's got the money in the bank, so he doesn't need Vince McMahon to do that for him. He's got it, so he can just do it. Uh, but it's kind of weird how that played out that way, but anyways. Regardless of that, I feel Bobby Lashley is not losing this title. Um, so, at least not yet. So I think Bobby Lashley will beat Theory. And, of course, if we remember, you know, a lot of times when guys cash in, they lose their match. Prior to cashing in, it's happened a lot. Look it up. Um, all right, next up, we got Pat McAfee taking on um, Happy Corbin. Uh, of course, Happy Corbin. Uh, well, uh, Pat McAfee was kind of making fun of Corbin, and then eventually Corbin kind of snapped and attacked him um, a few different times. Uh, and, uh, you know, they've just kind of had a word of world, word, word of war, world. War of words is what it was. Yeah, easy for me to say. War, I'm having a war of words with myself. Uh, war of wor- words. Uh, wor- word of worlds of words. Yes, all that stuff. Um, and, you know, finally turned physical. So McAfee taking on the happy Corbin. Of course, McAfee beat Theory at WrestleMania, but then lost uh, Vince McMahon and then got stunned by Austin. So I'm going to go with Pat McAfee, though. I mean, it's. Makes sense. Um, all right, next up, we got uh, recently added to the show. The Mysterios uh, are going to be taking on the Judgment Day, Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Uh, of course, Rhea Ripley in their corner, who's back, who had a little bit of injury stuff going on, but is now back. Uh, now, the interesting thing about all this is the edge of it all, uh, because... Uh, Edge was rumored well there's been all these goofy like spooky and whatever um, things going on on the um, uh, a lot of people were speculating originally it was Bray Wyatt but then it seemed more and more clear that was Edge and it seemingly the rumors were that it was going to lead up to his return at Madison Square Garden on Monday and obviously when he left he was got kicked out of Judgment Day so it kind of made sense that maybe he's going to you know, attack the Judgment Day, but obviously they're feuding with Mysterios, so maybe it was unclear. But apparently, something happened. Either there was travel issues or change of change of thoughts with possibly with Triple H involved. Maybe he decided against this or whatever. But there's still speculation that Edge is coming back. Um, they still did air a, a, a clip on Monday, the spooky clippy thing, but it was just the one from the week before. It wasn't a new one. Which kind of leads you to believe that he was actually supposed to be there on Monday. But now it's kind of, well, he wasn't on Monday. Now what? So it's unclear whether he's going to show up at SummerSlam or not. Or maybe they're going to go a different direction with it. Who knows? Uh, So he could get involved in this in one form or another. A lot of people's speculation maybe Judgment Tate takes out Mysterio, Dominic, and then maybe Edge fills in his spot. Speculation maybe Dominic turns on his dad and joins the Judgment Day, then that fills the spot for Edge. Uh, seems like that's uh, a lot going on, so I don't know for sure. But if I I gotta make a prediction based off exactly you know what we know, I'm gonna go with the Judgment Day, uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Um, next up we got um, what uh, what haven't I said yet? Okay. Tag, tag title match. We got the Usos, Jay and Jimmy Uso, defending against the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. Now, at Money in the Bank, the Usos won, but there was 
some shenanigans that Mon no, Dawkins was Dawkins' shoulder was off the mat or was it Ford's shoulder? Uh, whoever got pinned. I think it was Dawkins got pinned. I can't remember. Whoever, whichever one of the Street Profits got pinned. Their shoulder wasn't completely down on the mat. Shouldn't have counted. Then there was a kind of a one-on-one -on -one match where one of the Usos' shoulder wasn't totally on the mat. So they're like, oh, we need a special guest referee. And it's in Nashville, so there's a guy from Nashville that's a Hall of Famer, uh, and his name is J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T, -T, so Double J, Jeff Jarrett, will be your special guest referee in that. Now, how that plays into the match itself, I don't, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I mean, Jeff Jarrett, it's in Nashville, so you figure he's a face, but he's spent a lot of his career as a heel, so he could help one team or another in some way, shape, or form. Um, I don't know. This is a tough one. Like, again, I don't know that you take the titles off the Usos. There's a lot of speculation that the Street Profits going to break up, too. So I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I don't know how it all plays out. But I, I guess got to go with the Usos. Uh, next up, we got the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Liv Morgan, who won Money in the Bank and, and then cashed in on Ronda Rousey. Uh, the, at the same night will be defending against Ronda Rousey now the thing straight up I just think Ronda Rousey is going to win unless there's shenanigans what kind of shenanigans well we haven't seen Charlotte Flair in a while uh, Bailey is expected to maybe return um, Sasha Banks and Naomi may be on their way back given the Triple H news a lot of speculation that they could be on their way back so some way, shape, or form, some of these people could get involved. Uh, I heard maybe Shayna Baszler somehow gets involved because she's, you know, friendly, but could be friendly with Ronda, but also maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But my point being, unless there's shenanigans, I can't see Liv Morgan straight up beating Ronda Rousey. So I'm going to have to go with Ronda Rousey. There we go. Um, next up, we got uh, the Raw Women's Championship. We got Bianca Belair defending against Becky Lynch in our rematch of WrestleMania, but also sort of of last year. Of course, remember last year, Bianca Belair was the SmackDown Women's Championship, but the women, SmackDown Women's Champion at the time um, uh, was supposed to defend against Sasha Banks, who couldn't was wasn't medically cleared for some reason i don't think we ever found out what the reasoning was but everyone kind of speculated it was covid but of course they didn't announce that until right before the match um and then carmella was supposed to take her place but then becky lynch came out of nowhere making her return uh kicked carmella out of there and took the spot and won in 40 seconds or whatever whatever the whatever time it was i forget what the time was uh, so it's kind of a rematch of that. A lot of speculation that maybe Bianca Belair will win this time around in 40 seconds or whatever it was. I do think Bianca Belair is going to win. I don't think it's going to be in 40 seconds or 20 seconds or however long it was. Um, but I do think Bianca Belair is going to win. Which brings us to our main event of the evening for the Universal Heavyweight Championship of the World. Uh, is the last man standing match. For, sorry, the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship of the World. 
It is Roman Reigns along with Paul Heyman defending against Brock Lesnar. Now, some Brock Lesnar news, which I didn't talk about uh, from last week. When it was announced that Vince was retiring, Brock stormed out, supposedly, reportedly, stormed out of the TD Garden where SmackDown was and took off. And everyone's like, oh, he's gone. No one knows what's go- what's going to happen now. Was he not going to show up for SummerSlam? Blah, blah, blah. There was speculation that Goldberg was going to take his place. Well, SmackDown ended and out came Brock Lesnar and attacked Austin Theory, so put that all to bed. A lot of people were then complaining, oh, well, how come WWE was burying Sasha and Naomi when they left? Even CM Punk was saying, oh, they buried me when I left, blah, 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 and, they, and Brock's fine. Well, yeah, Brock came back. He was on the show. So I don't know. It's not apples to apples. You know, if, if yes, if he hadn't come back and wasn't on the show and just took off and left, different story. Yes, they. and if they hadn't said anything, yeah, okay, then certainly. Certainly there's an argument there. But the fact is, he came back. And he was on the show. He's going to be at SummerSlam. So everything seemingly moved over. So whatever happened there, stormed out of the building. Maybe he just wanted to go over the North End and get some food. Maybe he wanted to get some pastries from Mike's or Modern Pastry. I don't know what happened. Supposedly, he said, if he's gone, I'm gone. I don't know. Uh, you know, meaning Vince. But maybe he just, you know, maybe he just needed to go go for a duck boat tour. I don't know. And come back, you know. Maybe maybe he wanted to... I don't know. I don't know. But regardless of all of that, um, he's there. But if that's kind of the way he feels, I, I can't see in any way, shape, or form he's going to win this match. Not that I really thought he was going to win anyways, but I think Roman Reigns will win. Going to fight Drew at Clash at the Castle, as a lot of people have speculated. So, that may spoil my next little prediction, but the next prediction would be, is Theory going to cash in? It's a last man standing match. It would make sense for Theory to cash in. You know, both guys are going to be beating each other up. They're going to be whoever's, even though whoever's going to win is going to win. Um, you know, it, you know, uh, yeah, it would make sense. Another theory, another theory, <laughs> was going around. Maybe he pulls the Seth Rollins gets in the middle of the match like Seth Rollins did during the match make it a triple threat and then everyone's like well how do you do a triple threat last man standing well very easily it's still the last man standing so two guys got to be laid out and there's one man left standing it's pretty simple it's not the hardest thing in the world to conceptualize has it ever happened before no is it a little weird yes but theoretically if it does happen it's conceptually it does work it's just whoever's the last man standing you can have a battle royal and whoever the last man standing is wins right so you know yeah tweaks what's going to happen tweaks the rules maybe a little bit or whatever but theoretically it could happen um will it happen i don't think so i don't think he's going to cash in i'm saying no cash in i think he's going to keep this i think it's going to keep it for a while and i think maybe i alluded to when he might cash it in and wrestlemania might be that time but i did not see him cashing in at SummerSlam. I see Roman going on fight Drew at Clash the Castle, and that could be that could be when Roman drops it. I don't know, but if it's going to happen, I think that's a more likely scenario than either Roman losing to Brock or Theory cashing in at SummerSlam. Now, of course, everyone's been dream, you know, uh, fantasy booking. You know, it's Cody at WrestleMania next year. Still could be that way. Still could be Cody next next year. I'm just saying, if I had to rank who's gonna win uh, versus you know 
Brock at SummerSlam, Austin Theory cashing in, or there's Theory cashing in, or Drew at Clash the Castle. I'd put Trick Clash the Castle a little bit ahead of those other two. Just that's all I'm saying, but I don't think there's gonna be cashing anyways, so that's what I'm going with. Um, so yeah, that's gonna do it. That's SummerSlam coming up tomorrow night. Um, SmackDown tonight. So yeah, enjoy all the wrestling. And then next, I mean, I guess I should mention yes. And then Sunday, Ric Flair is having his final match. It's going to be him and Andrade, his son-in-law, Andrade, taking on Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Interestingly enough, um, as uh, Jeff Jarrett doing double duty, it's his, it's Nashville. You know, that's it's you know J E double F J E double J J E double F J A double R E double T owns Nashville this weekend for sure. Now, will it be Ric Flair's last match or not? I don't know. There's a bunch of other matches on that card. Some Impact matches, some MLW matches, some AAA matches, I think. Uh, so, um, could be interesting to to watch. I'll check it out probably at some point, but I, I'm not going to make any predictions. I mean, uh, the one prediction, I guess, is like, will Ric Flair win or lose his last match? I mean, type of typically, if you're going out, you should go out on your back, right? But that's not always the case. I mean, we start with The Undertaker. He beat AJ Styles in his last match. Now, I don't know if he knew that was going to be his last match or not. I don't know. But um, regardless, and it wasn't even really a match-match. And I guess this, this is a tag match, so I guess that's a little bit different as well. But I do think Andrade and Ric Flair will probably win. Um, uh, but there we go. All right, that's going to do it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, uh Clash of the Castles, uh, the beginning of well, we got Clash of the Castle all out and potentially an NXT show that first weekend in September. So, if I don't do another podcast prior to that, look forward to that one. Uh, but uh, I'll probably go over some more maybe movie and television stuff next time out and sports stuff, uh, non wrestling related stuff as I didn't really go too much into those today. But um, thank you everyone for for listening. Uh, again, if you haven't subscribed, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, a- Amazon, Instagram is One Man Renegade, Twitter is One Man Renegade, there's One Man Renegade Productions on Facebook, also One Man Renegade Productions page on YouTube, the channel. Uh, go watch those videos, like them, share them, all that fun stuff. Uh, and one uh, RazorVader.blogspot.com as well, and raise, at RazorVader, uh, RazorVader on eBay when I get some stuff up there or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Stay safe, have fun, enjoy SummerSlam and all the other related stuff going on. Uh, So thank you, everyone, for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye.